0: You're listening to the Screening in Kingston podcast, recorded in Kingston, Ontario, Canada at CFRC, 1019 FM, Queen's University campus. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our i guess this is our second ever mailbag show yeah we did one our first christmas it was one of the like (laughs) pre-records
1: we're like we it's christmas we don't want to do an
0: episode yeah we don't (laughs) want to do an episode let's just have the fans dictate what the episode is and now we're doing the same thing pretty much um but it's because we still can't go anywhere um but, hey, we found a new way to record ourselves uh, where Taylor doesn't have to be on the phone. So it's going to be nice and clear.
1: Hopefully. Fingers crossed.
0: Fingers crossed, yeah. We say this, but who knows? Maybe it'll be worse. We don't know. Um, so, yeah, we've got a lot of fan questions this week, uh, which is awesome. First of all, I, I just want to thank everybody for writing in. I mean, it was great a great response from people. Lots of cool questions. Lots of movie suggestions a couple different interesting topics actually so we're going to get kind of right into that in a few seconds but I I just wanted to say thank you to all our fans this is incredible yeah I'm excited well it's your favorite segment on its own I
1: was going to say listeners know uh I love the I love that stuff the best
0: so really this should be your favorite episode yeah, I'm excited. Um, we also will have to, uh, you know, we will be letting people know soon what our plans are for co- future episodes. But uh, at least for right now, the kind of way we're trying to take advantage of this time is we get to do a cool episode like this, where we get to listen to fans, we get to have them right in. Um, it's kind of a nice change of pace. Yeah. So um, we're going to kick things off with Kristen who I did write in last week, but I pushed it to this week just because of of what was in here. So Kristen says, hi, Taylor and Mike. um, If I could make a streaming suggestion for either of you or really anyone listening, I'd like to recommend watching Southpaw. It is available on Crave, and I don't think you guys have talked about it yet. It's a boxing movie starring Jake Gyllenhaal. I think it might have been based on a true story, but I'm honestly I'm not too sure. It was a movie that really surprised me because I'm not a huge sports fan, but it was a movie that really kept my interest the whole time. And I know you're both big Jake Gyllenhaal fans, so yeah. Have you seen Southpaw? No. No, I, I haven't either. I didn't actually even heard of uh, heard of it until this question came in. I, I did. It is on Crave. Um, but I, I don't know much about it if it's a true story or if it's not, or, but I know Jake Gyllenhaal plays a boxer, like it's a boxing movie. That's about all I know.
1: It sounds vaguely familiar, but But he also
0: is in a lot of independent movies. Yeah. And we did not review it. Like I'm, I'm not missing. Okay. Neither of us. Okay. I didn't think so either, but he does. Yeah. He does do a lot of independent movies. So who knows? I mean, it could have slept. I don't even know how old it is. I would have to look it up.
1: I think it's fairly new, like in the last couple of years. Because like I said, like I I feel like I can picture screenshots from it, like stills.
0: <laughs> you just can't. <laughs> you just didn't see it.
1: I just didn't see it. Oh, two,
0: but tw- 2015.
1: See, yeah, not too bad. Uh, I just, we talked about it last week. Sports movies aren't normally on my radar. No. So that's probably why I, I missed this one.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that. Usually, like I'm in for a sports movie, but just forever, whatever reason I missed it. But yeah, maybe that's a, that is an interesting streaming suggestion. If if someone who isn't a sports fan likes it, that's usually a good sign. And he's great, Jake. Oh yeah, he's fantastic. He, uh, definitely a we're we're fans of him on this show. He's I, I honestly I can't even name a performance that was bad. I think he's always done a fantastic job.
1: He's just always all in. Yeah, I mean he
0: he kind of rem- him and um brad pitt kind of to me they're cut from the same cloth of like the ability to react and just by sort of looking at the camera or reacting to what's going on can like say a lot and do a lot like a lot of their performances can be subtle but but still really really good and memorable
1: well he has an interesting face
0: jake gyllenhaal does
1: yeah like i feel like when you have an interesting face you can emote
0: I don't know. I don't know what you mean by interesting. Like, is it just unique? Yeah. unique looking? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely, he has, a, he has a very distinct look. Like, there's not many who have that look, for sure. No. Um, and yeah, I, I definitely agree with the emoting. He, like, I mean, I still think um, he's, he's had a couple movies where he's been, been incredible. Nightcrawler, I think, is still uh, one of my favorite for performances sure. of his. Like, he's, he's just incredible in it.
1: And don't you think his interesting face was well used in Nightcrawler?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, th- certainly for the creep aspect of it, the, the kind of creepy nature. He lost the weight. Yeah, yeah. Like, it really worked for, for that, where he, he can be kind of creepy and a little bit off, and it, it came really naturally to him. So, yes, I do get what you're saying in, in terms of that. Like, it really worked for him. Mm-hmm. Um, next question comes from our old friend uh, Ronald Coleman
1: (laughs) Uh, oh my gosh is this like the first year when we were recording he used to write in all the time yes
0: Okay. it's the same same Ronald Coleman Uh, hi Mike and Taylor Ronald Coleman here just wanted to let you know that the original starship captain William Shatner turns 89 today I haven't contributed in a while but still listening Uh, so that was actually last week yeah, William Shatner celebrated uh, his birthday uh, last Tuesday, actually. He looks good for 89. Yeah, yeah. He, um, I think he really, um, he, he's been enjoying his kind of retirement life, and he's been taking care of himself, it seems. He's done a couple um, little documentaries that he directed, um, but other than that, he's been, I think, just kind of living his life. Good for him. He he famously came out and said that um, he would love to be in one of the new Star Trek movies, just like Leonard Nimoy was. But but nobody ever asked him. Oh, uh, which That's is sad. yeah, it's it's kind of like well, you know, why not? You know, can't you just give him a cameo? <laughs> yeah, he could, <laughs> certainly he could be a cameo. He is just like you know, it's William Shatner, so he has to play Captain Kirk. The voice, because yeah, I guess because like you know, he's so. The, the recognizable recognizable. it would be hard to be like oh he's this random thing
1: <laughs> well put him in a ton of makeup
0: that's true you could have him be an alien
1: how fun would that be for him
0: my favorite non-star trek william shatner like performance has to be he was the can't remember if he's the judge or the owner of the Miss America pageant in Miss Congeniality. He's the he's a judge. He's a judge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> like he his rapport with everyone was just always made me he laugh. He sings
1: the song. The Miss oh, America yes, song. Yes, he
0: sings the Miss America song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he uh I to me William Shatner gets a bit of a bad rap when it comes to Star Trek, because people say, you know, it was overacting or it was weird or whatever. But, like, he, I don't know, he kind of fit the genre in which it was done. And if you if you watch the Star Trek movies, which are a bit more grounded when it comes to acting, he actually puts, like, some pretty good performances into it. But
1: the original episodes were, like, the 60s.
0: Yeah, the uh, the 60s, yeah. 60s. That's kind of how the acting was. Oh, for sure. And, and for this sort of sci-fi fantasy kind of idea it works and everything he did kind of work. And that's the way television was, but he gets a real bad reputation for it. And a lot of people like, look at it as like bad acting or Razzie level. I don't acting, think that's but, fair. No, I don't think it's fair either. And especially if you like, just look at the changing time. Cause the movies came out in the late seventies and early eighties. And it was like a different time for, for, you know, acting and for film and that type of thing. So you kind of like saw his evolution as an actor. Good 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 <laughs> good good uh nicole is up wait west. yeah did ronald coleman have a question or is that it no that was it thanks <laughs> no way. people can write in call, call, we we left it open people can ask questions or just say things that's true and i'm reading them all i love it <laughs> uh nicole uh is your friend nicole yes uh next question hi taylor and mike um i hope you're keeping healthy and mildly sane during these un. Precedented times. I want to address Ryan. that right off the bat. You're, you're healthy, Taylor. You're you're doing all right? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I,
1: just, I mean, I, I don't have COVID-19, if that's what you're
0: asking. <laughs> no, I was just asking how you were doing. No, I was I was allowing you to answer at the beginning of this question before I go off I on a rant. I
1: <laughs> I'm not 100% sane. No.
0: But <laughs> healthy. Yeah. In I, the body. I... Couldn't agree more. <laughs> I'm starting to feel cagey. Like, I'm really starting to feel it, where I'm kind of like, I'm, I, I want this to be over. Now, I'm moving this week, so that has actually helped distract me, because I have, you know, packing to do and reorganizing my new place and that type of thing, so that has helped. But I will say I coughed today uh, and chose to tell no one until now, um, but I'm coughing because I'm packing. Like all the dust. Yeah, the and dust. The, yeah, and shit. Like, that's why. <laughs> like I know exactly. Oh. Like you know.
1: <laughs> I have really bad allergies, yeah. so I'm afraid whenever someone sees me blow my nose, they're yeah. gonna be like, "Oh, she, there she is." She's that's that's a what's starting
0: to happen to me. I'm starting to feel like I can't cough or or yeah, anything. clear your throat. Yeah, clear my throat, or everyone's just like, "Oh, he's got it." Like I'm starting to feel that sort of paranoia. And like, I
1: feel guilty if I go to the grocery store. People are going to be like, oh, what's she doing?
0: Yeah, but if they're out yeah. to judge you, right? Like, they're there too, you know? That's true. That's true. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're just as bad. They're yeah, part they're of the just, problem. They're part of the problem. <laughs> they're there. They're <laughs> catching you. Uh, but Nicole continues to say, I hope you've watched Contagion, Contagion twice over. I'm finding that in our household, movies and food are the things my partner and I really have to look forward to during self-isolation. I know this sounds weird, but do either of you have a pair of specific movie and a specific meal? Like when I'm going to watch Juno, I also uh, like having some orange Tic Tacs, a hamburger because of her hamburger phone, and a blue slushie or a baked potato. Or if I'm watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, ideally there's some kind of pizza around. Or if I'm watching Mermaids, I'd really be into a good white bread ham sandwich situation. You feel me? Um,
1: I feel, I feel because like this is the most Nicole thing in the world. Pa-
0: pairing food <laughs> with, uh, with a particular movie.
1: Yeah, and then asking me, "Would you do the same?" And I'd be like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> no
0: this is like a very Nicole thing, and everyone else kind of like, "Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, I, whatever." <laughs> I definitely, I don't think I do it that specifically. Like, I, I can't think of, like, okay, this specific movie, I need to now be eating this specific food. I like to munch during a movie, but, but I'd say more snacking.
1: Yeah, like, if it's a date night in our house, we'll have chips.
0: Sure. And watch a movie. Yeah.
1: But I wouldn't have specific meals with the movie I'm watching. Now,
0: are you a, are you a chips over popcorn type of person?
1: If I was at the movie theater, 100% I'd be eating movie popcorn.
0: Of course, yeah.
1: But I like microwave popcorn, Mm -hmm. and we have it in the house, but I don't think it's as good as chips
0: or movie popcorn. I just, I couldn't agree with you more. Like, when I'm at a movie, I'll 100% have popcorn, but when I'm at home, I'd much rather have chips. Like, give me a a bag of chips, and I just kind of go for it.
1: But because we're in quarantine or social distancing or whatever, we want to snack more. Mm. So we're kind of (laughs) alternating popcorn and chips. Because like the popcorn's
0: healthy, quote, unquote. Er than chips. Healthier (laughs) than (laughs) chips. It's probably the best we can get away with. We can't
1: eat chips every night. So sometimes we have popcorn.
0: Yeah, and, and that's true. Like that's the thing about this. Distancing thing is is I'm definitely noticing my need or want to snack more, and I don't know if that's just because you're home. Maybe I don't know. I think it's stress 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 response. Yeah, that that could make sense too. But I I agree. Like I I go for for chips more so than popcorn. But if if I'm out at a movie, I'm there's no question in my mind. Like I just associate getting popcorn.
1: But also, if someone had. Uh, microwavable popcorn in front of me,
0: I'd eat it. Oh, for sure. Like no question. Taylor, I don't think there's anything <laughs> someone could put in front of me I wouldn't eat. Like if there's just something to munch on, I'm gonna artichoke eat it. Like, dip. Oh, for sure, it doesn't matter. Artichoke dip. Like for for years I would never eat grapes until about two years ago, where someone put a bowl of grapes in front of me and I just started eating them, and now I haven't stopped. Like it's just one of those things where <laughs> you yeah, oh. haven't stopped
1: eating anything.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so the other thing I wanted to actually address in her question before we move on, I was about to move on, but, but then I realized we didn't, we didn't answer it. <laughs> answer the question. Because I will say, even though I'm not a big meal fan when it comes to my movies, I actually do that for TV shows. Like if I'm, if I'm streaming a, a TV show, I, I'll actually m- sometimes make food. And there's a couple times that I'm lost in space. I think I brought it up on the show that I liked lost in space. Um, the Netflix series, for a while there, I kept um, making this, uh, like, taco dip stuff. And and it just so happened that I would make this dip and and I would watch two or three episodes. So one time I sat down to watch, um, and I didn't have dip in front of me, and it felt real weird. (laughs) So I I definitely think that... You're
1: conditioning yourself. Yeah,
0: and where Nicole... I can see where Nicole's coming from, from maybe more of a TV standpoint. Again, I don't know why, but for whatever reason... um, I just feel like I'm I'm more of a meal guy when it comes to a TV show.
1: I get where she's coming from because she was referencing movies that food plays a big part in it, in a way. Like mermaids, there's a lot of food scenes that would make you crave food. Uh, but I just don't have that impulse with uh, movies or TV.
0: You, you don't have the same impulse to, like, kind of grab something specific, kind of like no. the way she said Like, it. I'm not
1: going to be like, oh, going to go watch Mermaids, got to make grilled cheese.
0: Yeah. And that's <laughs> – <laughs> that's, I, I think that's kind of where that maybe, as you're saying, that's more of a Nicole thing because that's certainly something I also don't associate specific foods. But I, I do think that I'm more inclined to sit down and – be eating something more fulfilling while watching or binging a show as opposed to a movie where I'm more of a movie snacker.
1: Well, it's not a great uh habit, but Dan and I watch TV while we're eating dinner. Oh, okay. But it's not like we we don't we don't cook a specific dinner to go with a TV with it. show. Gotcha. It's just yeah. you're like, "Oh, it's dinner time, put on Trailer Park Boys."
0: Yeah, yeah. Well maybe hey if any of our fans are like Nicole and like to associate certain foods with uh, with movies write right in let us know maybe Nicole's alone maybe she's not we don't know
1: you what know I... <laughs> who who would do it Tyler Vance
0: Tyler Vance oh Tyler Vance has <laughs> got to have Tyler Vance for sure has to have his like oh I'm going to When down he's and... watching
1: Her Smell
0: oh he There's a
1: specific he's, he's eating nachos eating he has to nachos. eat nachos
0: <laughs> And a side order of, of cigarettes. Yeah, cigarettes. <laughs> and uh, and vodka. Uh, yeah, but, but he's got shots of vodka. And maybe he like, like I don't know what what's the what's that really smelly thing um, that people brussels sprouts. <laughs> um, I don't know anything else that like just stinks. Yeah, he's just fish. like having the best time of his life with like yeah anchovies and only anchovies only pizza. <laughs> with blue cheese, Great. her smell, Tyler Vance. That's that's like a <laughs> her, her
1: smell, Tyler Tyler Vance. Vance. That's what the movie's called.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the whole thing. Yeah, definitely agree with that. Um, next question comes from Josh. Now Josh has about seven questions in here. Some okay. of them are short, so we will answer them all. But some of the, you know, brace a yourself, of, brace yourself, Taylor, because the, these are doozies. All right, Josh. I'm strapped in. Okay, good. Oh, hey, for both of us, uh, if you have to pick one movie genre for the other person to watch exclusively for the rest of their life, what would it be? So I pick for you, and you pick for me, a movie okay. genre that we have to like have to watch for the rest of our lives.
1: You'd watch comedy.
0: Well, you you're picking it for me.
1: Yeah, I'm saying you'd watch comedy.
0: Oh, you're you would assign <laughs> me comedy? Why? <laughs>
1: Because I feel like you're, you know, (laughs) you're not really a drama guy. Like, I don't want to torture you. Oh, I see. I want to give you a genre that you would enjoy over the next
0: 50 plus years. And you yeah, comedy has probably enough variety. Enough range. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. All right, I wasn't gonna be as nice to you. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, I knew you were gonna go with the torture route.
0: Yeah, I was. Gonna, I was gonna like pick something like real mean, but maybe I should change it. Um, well, I mean, the obvious <laughs>
1: disaster movies. Yeah, disaster movies. Space. Yeah, yeah. and
0: sports. I mean, the obvious again to me. The obvious genre would be horror because you like a lot of horror movies, and there is some range in there. Yeah, and I, th- I feel like you get your guilty pleasures as well as the ones you really like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to narrow it down a little bit. And I, and I think I would stick you with, with specifically thrillers. Okay. Because I think thrillers are going to keep the mind sharp. (laughs) Like if you're watching one genre of movie for like the rest of your life, you got to have something that can sharpen the mind.
1: It's going to give me an edge. Yeah.
0: So I, I'm going to, I'm going to go with thrillers for you. Got it. Um, Good. And you gave me comedies. So yeah, there you go. You came to that conclusion real fast. Um, okay, this next question is specifically for me. It says, Michael, have you ever seen the movie Rounders? You should watch it. Matt Damon could help you improve your poker skills. Um, You've
1: talked about this movie before. Yeah,
0: I, I do like Rounders. Um, I am a fan. I have seen it, but it's been a while, so it's probably due for a rewatch um, for me. Uh, there's nothing wrong with my poker skills, Josh. Uh, I actually believe the last time we played poker, I lasted longer than you did um we do these we did these texas hold'em tournament things at his house uh for long periods of time and we and we just did one um a couple months ago i think it was
1: pre-social distancing oh yeah
0: oh way yeah yeah this was like christmas break this was the you know this was I was about to say this is months ago, but it's only been three months. It just seems like it's been like a March year. March has
1: been an eternity. Oh,
0: every day, Taylor. I'm just like I. How is it still March? And there's like one how? more day left. I know. I can't believe it. And I'm just. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm gone. I, Taylor. I'm going crazy over here. Okay. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> like I'm by myself in this apartment. I'm moving, so stuff's everywhere. There's bats in my bedroom. Are anyway. you moving
1: because of the bats? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Terrible, terrible timing though, too. Like I decided to move back in January. Um, but near the end of January, I had found a new place real fast, had this kind of all planned out and then the COVID stuff happened, but the move still has to happen. Like I'm moving. Um, yeah, your
1: lease is up or whatever, right? Exactly.
0: Yeah. There's nothing I can do. And April 1st, I'm in a new place. Um, it's just, you know, with all this stuff going on, it's made it a little bit more stressful, a little bit more complicated.
1: Have you hired movers? Is that allowed?
0: No, so it is allowed because you can still have um up to 5 people, but to be honest, I just I would I trust people I know more yeah. than I trust movers. So I actually I've got a couple friends that are willing to help out, so there should be about 4 or 5 of us um which is the maximum amount of people you're allowed to have congregate for anything in Ontario otherwise um,
1: you might get a otherwise you might uh, get a
0: hefty fine it's huge and yeah. jail time yeah and I'm not I'm not going down for that so yeah I'm going to going to move with with four or five people um, this week and my friends have been, you know, generous with their time, but they, I also know for a fact, they, they've also been social distancing and haven't traveled for a bit. That's so terrible. yeah, to me, it was way better than hiring movers. I mean, it's an added cost anyway, but it's also like, you don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah strangers in a pandemic, not a great
0: idea. I'd rather have it people I know. And then after we're done moving, like we'll all wear gloves. And after we're done moving, I can wash everything, but I don't have to be paranoid about it because, you know, I know the people, but yeah, um, Josh uh, does not, uh, understand my, my poker skills because I, I was better than him this past uh, round. So (laughs) I always give him a run for his money. What I do is I, I usually, if I'm at the same table as him, I, I put a pile aside of all the chips I've just won from him. So separate from my own pile, I like just kind of pile up all the money I'm winning from him. To just... Yeah, just stick it to him. I don't know. (laughs) It's just like whatever. Checks out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, This next question is for you, Taylor. Okay. Uh, Taylor, is there a movie or movie genre you've ever refused to watch and why? So any flat-out refusals of a specific movie or a genre?
1: Well, I... On the first episode of the show, you challenged me to watch Armageddon or
0: like No, it was Apollo 13. Yeah. And haven't you still watched, haven't it. watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> why why? It's so good.
1: So, I would say um, space movies would be a genre I would typically be like nope.
0: Um Now you say not... like space movies like realistic space movies yeah or or, okay not like
1: i would watch a sci-fi
0: over a space movie yeah okay
1: because even like i just i don't know it does not do it for me like i what i think because (laughs) i researched the cold war and i think the space race is the stupidest thing that's ever happened to mankind
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty dumb, but, like, I don't know, the exploration... oh, my
1: rocket's bigger than yours. I've made it to the moon. (laughs) Like, who cares?
0: Okay, you have a good point.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, I remember being in a Cold War class, and I had my hot take that the space race was stupid, and all of the boys were like, oh, my gosh, like, you're wrong. The space race is so important. And then all the girls were like no like it was pretty stupid <laughs> wow
0: so it divided the class
1: yeah my hot okay. take on Your the space race so yeah it's, i would i uh, realistic because like is it actually real science but the ones that like present themselves as being real life those ones i pass on
0: Okay, <laughs> we're gonna get you to watch Apollo thirteen at one point. <laughs> it's just uh, see th- th- this question is interesting because you know I, I like to ask myself those types of questions too. Like, is there anything I would refuse to watch? And usually the answer is no. Like, I would I would always give something, but like I might not ever watch it again. Or I just don't yeah. think you can say you hate something unless you watch it. Now, what space movies have you seen? Or is this like this is more the like I haven't really seen any. And I refuse to watch it, and it's it's all based on this. I think
1: because division. like. I saw, like, Armageddon. What's the one with... Armageddon is not
0: a space movie. Hold on. There is a massive difference between Armageddon and Apollo 13.
1: But what's the one with Liv Tyler?
0: That's Armageddon.
1: It happens in space.
0: Yeah, but... They go to space. But that's closer to Star Trek than it is to Apollo 13.
1: And what about the one with Will Smith? His wife is, like, a former stripper.
0: Oh, that's... Oh, that's Independence Day. Also, crap. Yeah, that's a sci-fi movie. That is not a space (laughs) movie. That's not a no, no, Like, like Apollo thirteen happened. Like, it's based on a a true. That makes
1: me want to see it even less. (laughs) But okay,
0: this is confusing me. That's okay. Well, we're gonna make you watch it. I don't know how, but we're gonna we're gonna do something. Actually, like that,
1: like the Ryan Gosling movie,
0: First Man. Pass. okay but i mean that's about the space race so like i get it like <laughs> you clearly have you clearly this space race thing is like big for you and it's like yeah a it's a big touch, deal yeah it's a touch we're hitting a nerve here but but like apollo 13 has nothing to do with the space race they'd already been to the moon this is after
1: I don't
0: know. okay I'm just saying that Apollo 13 and Armageddon shouldn't be and, I shouldn't
1: clump them into the same n- No, especially genre.
0: especially not with Independence Day. like they're not even. Independence Day is a sci-fi movie. Armageddon's also sci-fi and is trying to be like reality but is still fiction and is not based in science whatsoever. Apollo 13 actually happened and it's based in science. <laughs> so it's not it's not like it's a fiction. It's still
1: like American it, space it, propaganda.
0: Sure, it is American, it's very American, <laughs> but it's, you know, it's got a lot of We're going to get you to watch it. We're going to figure out a way. There will be one week where we're once again picking movies for each other and and guess what's on the plate for you, Taylor? You wasted it when you picked Black Panther. Well, I was trying to make a point with superhero movies, but anyway, it's fine. I, we'll, we'll do that again. What do you mean I wasted it? <laughs> we're You don't think we're going to do that again? We're like, You know what? That's next week's episode. We're, we're, quarantined movie. we're quarantined until next,
1: until 2021. Exactly.
0: Next week, Taylor, you and I are picking movies for each other to watch that are available on streaming platforms there All you right. go we're gonna do it and guess what i'm assigning you right here apollo 13 it's on well, Netflix. well
1: how do i know uh, i have access
0: you netflix is it damn yeah <laughs> i mean i'll double check that for you but i'm pretty sure it's Dang. still on netflix how do i know i have access like what do you <laughs> yeah yeah we live we live in the like digital world of, but no 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 you're not gonna have access um yeah i'm pretty sure let me just double check here um and then you can have time to, uh, I guess you can just have time to come up with what you want me to watch. Right now? No, you don't have to come up with it right now. Uh, oh, no. Did they take it off?
1: <laughs> you might be, uh, you, justice. You, you might justice be in luck. Justice for Taylor.
0: You're in luck. Okay, well, that's fine. There's like six other space movies here. I can just sign one of them to you. Oh, okay. Sorry. Did you hear that?
1: Did you auto? Oh, mine's gonna start auto playing. Yeah, <laughs> mine was
0: gonna start auto playing. <laughs> uh, oh oh no! Is, you can tell we're, we're at home. We're quite comfortable because this we're episode just is kind of doing our thing. And okay, whatever. We'll we'll deal with that later. I'll I'll look for something. But yes, um, definitely gonna make you watch at some point in time. Continuing with Josh, we're still on Josh's question. We better, <laughs> we better just keep rolling. To, keep rolling here um, for both of us. What's your favorite streaming service? That's actually a good question for this current time. Taylor, do you have a favorite? Like, do you have one that you're like, this is my go-to?
1: Netflix is my go-to, just because it's the most user-friendly.
0: Oh, so you like the user-friendly aspect. Yeah,
1: like, it's set up on our TV. Mm -hmm. And I would say it just, like, it has the best content overall in one place.
0: See, I think, I think where Netflix falls short is the movies. I agree. And and like you know, like I think we've talked about, it's so hard to find a movie on, on there. But that's why I boy. feel
1: like because the TV and the original content is oh, so, so, good. Good so good that it makes up for the the movies. Um,
0: yeah, because I think the one I I probably am on the most is Netflix, but I I I have to give the favorite to Crave. I just love the, the, for for sitting down and watching something, for 100% paying attention, like everything. I just, there's so many great series on, well, on it Crave. Well, has HBO. Crave, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I will say, I haven't done it yet, but I've, I have decided I'm getting Amazon Prime. And I keep seeing previews everywhere for all the different shows. And I'm just like, I would watch this. I would watch, like, there's just so many I go through. So Amazon Prime might move into number one for me. And-
1: Amazon Prime's pretty user-friendly. Is it? Yeah.
0: The problem I'm having with the new ones, like Disney Plus, is my smart TV doesn't have the apps for it. So the smart, my smart TV has Crave, and it has Netflix, but it doesn't have a Disney Plus app, and it doesn't have an Amazon app. So It's funny,
1: because we have Disney Plus, Amazon Prime, but not Crave. That's weird. Must be and that's why awesome I don't really watch Crave.
0: Yeah. Because I have to use my PlayStation, basically, to go to Disney Plus or, or well, eventually Amazon. Because like, the PlayStation you can download apps. Right. But, you, but for whatever reason, my smart I don't know if this is all smart TVs, but mine cannot download new apps. It has what it has.
1: Yeah, I don't um, know if we can download. We haven't tried.
0: Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, so I think for me, Crave, but Followed Closely by Netflix, because I think I did. I agree with you that the original content so good. Uh, What's your favorite movie or movies based off of a book or a series?
1: That's a tough one.
0: That is a tough one because there's been a couple really good ones recently. Um, I don't know if you heard of or saw any of His Dark Materials.
1: Uh, that's with the animals, yeah. right? Yeah,
0: so it was an HBO series, but there was a movie called The Golden Compass, but the series of books, I believe, is called His Dark Materials. Yeah. Um, and The Golden Compass was, a like, Daniel Craig and, and a bunch of other people were in the Nicole movie. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman, yes. Um, the TV show was actually it was quite good. I watched the first season um, this past... If, was it fall or winter? It was kind of like in the fall slash winter. And I I really enjoyed every episode. I actually watched that weekly uh, on Crave through HBO. And uh, I really enjoyed it. It was kind of taking that and Watchmen kind of took over my Game of Thrones.
1: Watchmen, also based on a graphic novel.
0: Yes. Yeah. Both of those series, I think, have, in terms of the new ones, are two of my favorites.
1: I would... um. The Haunting of Hill House, mm-hmm. yeah. which was came out, I guess, two years
0: ago now? Yeah, it's been a, a couple years. Time has no meaning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you talked about it during during our yeah. first year, so yeah.
1: So I really, really enjoyed that series. It's very, very loosely based on a book mm. that uh, I like a lot. Um So that's a good example of how source, uh, how um, television can kind of divert from the original source material and still be good. And the book can still be good. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. Like I'm not disappointed by either. Gotcha. And I feel like Gone with the Wind is a very faithful adaptation, which again, didn't take away from the book and the book doesn't take away from the movie. And I can equally enjoy them.
0: Yeah, and I think that's important in terms of, like, the best is, like, can you equally enjoy both things? Yeah. And, and I think that some sometimes they do a good job with that, sometimes they don't.
1: So those are my two. Yeah. One where it's, like, a very faithful adaptation, and then the other one being, like, I don't even know how you describe it, like, loosely, like, they took the idea and then just ran with it.
0: I am, um, as a movie, because I think those are a couple series, but as a movie, I actually, um, I saw The Martian first and then read the book and I actually really enjoyed both. And I didn't think yeah. I was going to because I had heard like, and they did, they did do a lot of different things with the movie, but I kind of liked the changes they make. And I also liked the book and I kind of like found both, both versions very satisfying. So that was one, that was a movie where I, I was, because I don't know, to me, a movie from a book is harder. And, yeah. and I see less really good examples of that, whereas like a t- mm-hmm. TV series, I think they take more time and they can spread it out and they can do things with they it. They
1: can build a world, right? They have yeah. the space
0: for it. A hundred percent. What's the first movie you can remember seeing? In movie theaters or just in general? I think he, he just says remember seeing. So probably in general, but if you remember the first movie, your movie theater experience...
1: I remember, I think it was A Bug's Life with my cousin, and we took the bus there, and my sister threw up from eating too much popcorn at McDonald's. Right.
0: It was either Ants or A Bug's Life. Those came out like within the same year, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so I, are, I can't are you an, remember which one. Are you an Ants or a Bug's Life person? Like, Do you like one of them over the other? Do you like either of them? I don't think
1: I ever watched them after seeing them in the movie theater.
0: Ants? Is a really good movie. Is <laughs> Just, it? Oh yeah, ants is ants is very good on its own. Yeah.
1: Um. So I probably was like, I would have seen movies before that, but and I might have even seen a, a movie in the movie theater, but that kind of stands out. And I remember watching. I think it was the Princess Bride. In the living room of my first house and eating a, bush, like a bushel of tomatoes with a salt pepper, a salt shaker beside me.
0: Oh, that's that's an interesting image.
1: Unless it was the Wizard of Oz. Oh, the
0: Wizard either, of Oz. It was
1: either yeah. the Wizard of Oz or Princess Bride. But I, I saw Wizard of Oz when I was really little. Right,
0: right. Yeah. I'm trying... That's the thing. Like, I don't know because I've just, I've watched so many movies. You have worse memory. Yeah, and my ter- memory terrible. I'd have to ask my parents. Like, I know that we used to go when I was really little to the to what the screening room used to be, which is the sort of like movie flicks place, and and it showed a lot of kids' movies. So I remember <laughs> for sure seeing some movies there. I just don't know what they were. I'd have to ask my parents to they, they might remember what like my first movie or early movies were. I, I just yeah, I can't remember. I definitely remember watching like a lot of like Wizard of Oz for sure. Like, yeah. I definitely watched that as a kid. Um, princess Bride I don't think I watched till much older. Um, I'm also a little older than you, so I don't know if, if that was just based upon where, where they came out, but I don't I don't remember seeing that till much later.
1: Well, a Princess Bride came out before I was even born.
0: When was that movie? Was it like '86? Was it? I thought it was in the early '90s. No, no, well, you know,
1: I can Google it.
0: Oh, it's fine. You're probably right.
1: <laughs> I mean, I it don't has know.
0: that early '90s flair to it, but it could also be an '80s thing. Let's check. No, well, let's do it. Why not? <laughs> this is a fan question episode. '87. '87. Okay, the year I was born. Okay, there you go. Um, and his last question. Michael, what's your favorite Marvel movie and what's your least favorite? Okay, Josh. Uh, My favorite Marvel movie still to this day probably would have to be Captain America Civil War. Um, I really like Infinity War and Endgame as like a, a duo, but I think you have to watch them back to back to get the kind of full experience. But as one movie, like my favorite Marvel movie, in terms of Marvel Studio, has to be *Captain America: Civil War*, and my favorite other Marvel movie is probably *X-Men: Days of Future Past*, um, which I thought was the best X-Men movie that they've done. Uh, least favorite—I don't know. The Incredible Hulk movies haven't been very good. I don't know why they can they can't—they uh, can't make those work. But both of those—not really not
1: cool. Very good. Hmm. He's, he's not c- cool.
0: He's not cool.
1: No. He's the Hulk. Pass you're passing you even 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 with mark ruffalo i'd much prefer the edward norton
0: oh right yeah like edward if i had to norton.
1: pick two actors
0: yeah. but edward norton kind of ruined his time with marvel
1: i think he's just ruined his time in general yeah
0: I mean, edward norton you're not gonna see around too, too much
1: he's been canceled
0: um, i can't even tell you why it's just his attitude on set is just he's so controlling. Oh, he's mean? Yeah. Well, no, he was just control. So what happened with Incredible Hulk is they, he, he wrote into his contract and forced into his contract so much control over script. Mm. And for Marvel especially, like, with the way their universe works, they can't have that. Like, everything's part of a bigger story and they have other people kind of handling that. So he just – he becomes so controlling. Apparently, he's hard to work with. Edward Norton, but a lot of directors also really love him. So I don't know. I think it's. I think it all depends. I like on him. Person. I think he's a good actor. Yeah, I think he's a good actor too. But but
1: I think he did something. Like I feel did like he do something?
0: something? I, yeah. I like I don't. I didn't hear that he actually did something.
1: I don't know. In this day and age, it's probably safe to assume that everyone has done something. And until someone tells me differently, I'm like, yeah okay
0: that's true that's very like
1: if someone was like that person's canceled i'd be like yeah cool everyone else is yeah
0: yeah (laughs) yeah you bring up a good point um
1: so that's i guess why i'm like i haven't seen him in a lot lately he must have assaulted someone
0: (laughs) yeah speaking of actors nobody likes um did you hear about the whole jared leto thing Oh, how he's in like an ashram. Yeah, and then he emerged from it <laughs> and covid 19's going on. And it's like the most Jared Leto thing to do. I, I made a joke days earlier to someone about how like cool it would be to emerge from like a retreat or some of a summer forest and be like, what is going on? Like you'd be walking into this completely different world. And he did it. Yeah, he did, yeah, and, and <laughs> apparently he's also trying to work on a, some sort of music festival where they all have to wear white robes or something. Anyway, it's... He's weird. He is a very odd fellow, but I thought that was very an interesting story that he kind of... That's
1: very yeah. on-brand for him. A
0: hundred percent, yeah. <laughs> um, next question comes from Kathy, who says, hi, Taylor and Mike. Glad you are both healthy. I've been catching up watching Crave and Netflix, and one of my favorite types of shows are British mysteries and crime drama.
1: Ooh, so, my friend Aparachita, thats her genre.
0: Uh, specifically, British, like mystery and crime drama. Yeah, there's quite a few, like Midsummer on Murders. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so she names a couple here. Um, some are Vera, uh, Grant, Chester, uh, Shitland, and a Canadian show called Cardinal. Now, Cardinal, I believe I know was that on one. CTV for a while.
1: Dan knows someone who was in that show. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That's how you know it's Canada
0: TV. <laughs> yeah, when someone knows somebody. Yeah. I, I know somebody. I went to uh, school with someone who who's a, has a regular cam- cameo on that Letterkenny Kenny. There you go. Um, then she asked, do you both have a favorite series from a British or Canadian company? Uh, some comfort shows that I'm enjoying now are Star Trek uh, and a funny show from Australia called Offspring. It's very funny, yet lots of drama. So yeah, any any British and Canadian shows from from you that you like, Taylor?
1: I love Dairy Girls, but that's Ireland. I don't really yeah. understand geography.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> <So> close enough. <laughs>
1: I don't know if it's like a like a British production or like an Irish production, but because it takes place in Northern Ireland, like okay. during the Troubles. Okay. Um. And, but it's a comedy and it's hilarious. Um, so Dairy Girls, and for Canadian, I would say Schitt's Creek.
0: Yeah, everyone keeps talking about Schitt's Creek, but I watched a couple episodes. It's worth and the hype. I can't stand it. Oh. Now this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna preface this though. There are two things that I found so far I universally don't like. I don't find Canadian comedies funny, and I don't <laughs> like British humor.
1: So that's why you don't like Canadian. Comedy, yes. So it's very, it's very British. British,
0: and I just I've never watched a Canadian comedy and laughed.
1: You're not alone. A lot of people don't like Canadian comedy.
0: Like I, I find Letter Kenny unwatchable. Um, I do not like Schitt's Creek. Now there's a couple Canadian dramas or made movies that I, that I've enjoyed. It's not like I have a problem with Canadian productions of things. I don't think that matters, but it's it's more that the comedy style. I'm just. I'm not into it, and it's the same. Like I don't like Monty Python, and that's the biggest oh, surprise I love for people. Monty Python. Is I, I just I can't get. I don't find it that funny. Like there's a few things. I'm more of a situational humor type of person, more so than a funny line, funny costume yeah. thing, witty. Yeah, which is why I like um, I like Key and Peele and those types of sketch comedies because they set up a ridiculous situation. And have people, but Monty Python
1: with is sketch yeah, comedy. Yeah, but
0: it's all about it's sketch comedy. But it's all about look at this person. It's Adam Sandler humor. Like I don't understand <laughs> when people are like, because even my mom is like this. Doesn't really like Adam Sandler, but likes British comedy. They're the same thing. I'm sorry, they are. They're slapstick. Uh, they're slapstick I guess slapstick with someone putting on a silly costume with a silly voice, and there's a punchline. And yes, British comedy has a little bit more um, uh, back and forth to it. Like some of the Monty Python sketches that I did find somewhat okay are the ones where they're bantering back and forth and it's kind of you know it's got some sort of intelligent place where it's going but i'm just i'm not a fan of of the kind of slapsticky, throw on a funny voice in a wig and haha this is hilarious like it's it, it just doesn't appeal to me
1: you know one complaint i hear a lot about canadian media not so much the sense of humor just the production value well, the production like we value just don't have value. the money no. to make like a sophisticated show
0: no and i think i think cardinal is is an example of one of the better uh qualities of of production like everything i've seen from cardinals like Like it looks like an american show it looks like slightly better than like what is it murdoch mysteries which is yeah that's the one everyone
1: uses as an example but Murdoch Mysteries is wildly popular. I don't understand,
0: including it. abroad. I don't get it. Like I, I actually don't get it because the yeah, the quality isn't that good, and like I just don't even find the story because even like uh, Doctor Who's quality isn't great in terms of production value, but like there's still something I get. I get the universal appeal. Like I understand why there's a cult following around it. I don't get uh, why people love Murdoch Mysteries so much. I don't.
1: I mean. I've seen maybe two episodes, and I'm like, they're okay. But I wouldn't go out of my way no. to watch a whole season.
0: Oh, I can think of one British comedy show I do like. The IT Crowd. Yeah. I like The IT Crowd. I, I think that's one f- it, it filmed in it, – it's a BBC production. I like was filmed in England, and it, it definitely fantastic. Love the humor in that. That's probably my pick for, for sort of a British – a TV show or something that, that I enjoy. It's definitely that one. But I just... I can't get into the others. I, I don't know why. I just can't do it. You have a bad sense of humor. Maybe. Maybe that's it. That's
1: why you're doomed to a life of comedy. Of comedy.
0: That's why you've assigned me comedy, to educate <laughs> myself on humor. But I yeah. like, um, uh, you know, what we... Um,
1: What we do in The Shadows. shadows. New Zealand, though. Yes,
0: that's true. Taika Waititi's stuff is very good. That is New Zealand, yeah. So it's not quite the same. But I don't know. I feel like it has a similar flair. But again, he's very good at, just like Jojo Rabbit, I'm going to set up a ridiculous situation and the way the characters interact in this ridiculous situation is funny. There's a few one-liners, but it doesn't rely on one-line humor. It relies on the situation being developed. Fair. Uh, Okay, next uh, we've got Tyler Vance. Great. Uh, Tyler Vance and I also did uh, speak on the phone and recorded our thoughts on the Star Trek Picard series. Um, So we're going to release that as a special episode. Um, I'm going to put that out this Thursday, just so everybody knows. It
1: won't be on the air. It will
0: not be on the air, but it'll be a podcast-only episode of our Season 1 review just because it's so niche, I felt it made more sense to not put it on the air. Because Star Trek fans, they're they're out there for sure, but um, I think there's definitely less specific. We don't people need to who...
1: junk up the airways. No, no, with with with
0: our with our. <laughs> over an hour and a half of Star Trek talk. We're wow! Yeah, the entire episode like in, in editing it and listening to it is Tyler Vance being very intelligent with what he liked and didn't like. He didn't like it overall neither did I.
1: And then you being like it's and it, crap. Yeah,
0: and then me being like it's so bad and like here's this quote from like Star Trek The Next Generation and like that's really all I do is quote the Star Trek I love. Tyler Vance gives really like clear reasons why he didn't like it and I'm just like yeah, like I'm just like the hype man but Regular him. episode. Exactly. A really, like, normal episode. (laughs) Um, So Tyler begins by saying, um, As the fires of virtual (laughs) replication race from sea to shining sea, it warms my heart, but not in a feverish way, that you two are keeping a watch on wonderful Kingston. Uh, Your voices bring some much-needed respite from uncertain times. I appreciate it.
1: Oh, thanks. Um,
0: With the positivity of new Movie releases, unlikely to improve within the coming months. Couldn't agree with more with that. Um, I have a few suggestions for some movie-related activities. So I wanted to save this one for closer to the end of the show because these suggestions are actually really interesting. And, Taylor, I think you and I might actually have some interesting show options for what he suggests. So let me run through them. So the first one, he says, is a movie scavenger hunt. This is when you make a list of 10 to 20 things to try to watch in a movie that you'd have to find within them. So for example, one thing on the list could be a car chase. So you watch a movie with a car chase. Uh, so you get to scratch that off your list. There are many such scavenger hunts online or you could make your own for each other. So we could make a scavenger hunt for the other person and maybe A rocket! <laughs> exactly, yeah, <or> a spaceship. <laughs> Uh, and, may, you know, that might be something interesting the moon. to do. <laughs> the, the moon, yeah. Uh, Tom Hanks in a spaceship going to the moon. Oh, God. Um, that might be interesting for us to do yeah, for that's an cool. episode. Because what we could do is make it, um, make it the challenge for a month or something. Put a couple things that we know we could do for one month on there and have to report each week on our progress. That might be kind of interesting. Um, so, yeah, I really like that first suggestion. I think that's kind of a really cool idea. Um, that he has. The second one he's actually brought up before to us is the idea of a book club for movies. So this is something he did in Kingston with a group of friends, and he has started up in Toronto as well. The idea is that you pick a theme per month, select four movies that fit that theme, and then watch a movie each week and talk about them. The themes can be genre. They can be people, so actors, directors, songwriters. Uh, They can be technical elements, uh, impressive scores, interesting use of color, wide-angle lens, one-person specific things. So, for example, he's saying we could do movies that Taylor would hate, movies about (laughs) musicians that are supposedly, quote-unquote, better than her smell, (laughs) or actual (laughs) themes like dysfunctional families, empathy, is absence, etc. If you give audiences a heads up, we could watch the movies with you each week and write in our thoughts as well. I really like this idea as well. And Taylor, I mean, I think there's some sort of hybrid here that we might want to consider doing. Like I would love to take one of these months while we're all stuck inside, do a little movie club, do a theme where each week there is something kind of different that connects to that theme. I think that's really doable and we should definitely do it.
1: Well, we can start in April.
0: That's true. Next week is April. Let's do that. We'll develop something and we'll do an April movie club. We'll develop some sort of theme. Maybe we'll make it show specific. I like that idea of making it kind of connected to us somehow. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll we'll pick an overarching theme that is connected to one of us. Maybe movies that like you and I would both hate. Or, or one of us. We're like, either Mike or Taylor would hate <laughs> like, this movie. we alternate weeks. Yeah, like, this week is a movie that we know Taylor would hate. This week is a movie we know Mike. And maybe come up with that list together. Yeah. Um, I like that. I, I think we should probably do that for April. So thank and you, Tyler. And let's pick, You're like, gonna...
1: Netflix. Because everyone has Netflix.
0: Yeah, Netflix would be a good universal. Like, let's stick it to one platform. I totally yeah. agree. Okay, cool. Let's do it. So yeah, thank you, Tyler. I think we'll probably start that for April. We'll get something going. Um. He just sort of fends off by saying, speaking of where to find movies online, there's a great website and app called Just Watch where you can type in a movie or show and into the search bar and it'll tell you where you can stream it digitally, rent it, or buy it. It's a virtual tool for these dark times. So that's called Just Watch. That's good. I did go on the website. It's very easy to use. You literally type in the movie and it'll tell you you can either rent it or buy it here or it's available on a streaming service. Um, places like YouTube are starting to allow you to rent movies for like five dollars, whatever. Actually, Amazon too. Amazon, yeah, that's and it, I think it's perfect. It's how I ended up seeing Jojo Rabbit in time. Is I rented Jojo Rabbit? I think it was eight dollars, and not I bad. rented it for, and you get it for like forty eight hours or something. Not bad at all. Like I, it was desperate times, and I needed to see cheaper it and, than
1: a movie ticket.
0: Absolutely, like it's it's a really good idea for being stuck inside. You can't go anywhere. Um, he just ends off by saying, live long and prosper as best you can. Sincerely, Tyler, Tyler apostle of the never-ending emails, Vance. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's Jesus of the never-ending emails <laughs> and everyone else of the apostles because everyone else is starting to write as long as he, his are. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, thank you, Tyler. I think you gave us some really cool suggestions um, for things that we're going to do moving forward. I really like this idea And maybe Taylor and I will talk about it this week and and set something up to kick off next week. But I love that idea of one week, it's a movie that we think Taylor wouldn't like. One week's a movie we think I wouldn't like. Maybe we'd have the other person pick it. That sounds good. I would pick the ones for you. you pick the ones for me. We'd come up with four movies and then announce it in advance, let people watch it as well. Cool. I like it. I like it a lot. Well, we're close to the end of this episode, and that's that's pretty much all the fan questions. I will say Austin had written in a little game, but I don't think we have time for it, um, so I think we will bump austin's game to next week taylor i have another casting game for you that austin has set up for us uh he i will just quickly read what he said here and then we'll reveal it next week he says i really enjoyed when you two were casting things i especially enjoyed putting taylor in a position where she had to hear all these superheroes and suddenly come up with casts for them i thought it was very entertaining we should do more of that with that being said and then I'm gonna pause there. So next week you can find out what Austin uh, has selected. How
1: Austin's gonna torture me?
0: Yeah, and I will say, Taylor, it is fantastic because it's a. <laughs> I'm a big fan of this thing, like a major fan of this thing. And I'm pretty sure you have either never, you've seen, maybe you've seen s- snippets. But I don't think you have a, a thorough understanding of it. I think okay. you have a basic understanding of it. But I could be wrong. And we'll it's find out next It's more fun week. when my answers are dumb. I really liked, actually, some of your <laughs> casting, though. You got a few of them. Like, you... you. We're like Allison Brie for the She-Hulk, and that's the person yeah, that they're trying to good. get. Yeah, i I could be a casting director. You hit the nail on the head a little bit better than, than my controversial casting of Twilight or, or Dracula, <laughs> where no one seemed to like that. I, whatever. Uh, but yeah, next week we will definitely do Taylor casting this thing from Austin. But I do want to quickly say to everyone who wrote in, Um, To Tyler, to Kathy, Josh, Nicole, Ronald, Kristen. Thank you so And even Austin as well. Thank you so much for writing in. You really made this episode. I mean, really just fly by. um, Yeah. And just talk about the things that you want to hear. Next week, we will start our... first ever Screening in Kingston Movie Club. We'll kick that off for April and we will do uh, Austin's uh, fan casting and Torture I'm Taylor excited. Yeah. It's, fans love the to torture, so I think it will be a lot of fun. I
1: know, and I love the pain. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening this week. Go stream some movies.